Hello, everybody, and welcome to English with Dylan, episode one. Why learn English, and why with me? I hope you're having a great day so far, and I want to take this chance to welcome you all to the very first episode of English with Dylan. I'm your host, Dylan Kingwell, and I am really excited to introduce this podcast to all of you. Now, before we get started, I just want to let you know that you can find the transcript of this episode at www.englishwithdylan.com. And later, we're going to talk about the importance of transcripts. Since it is the first episode, I will talk about the general idea behind this podcast, why I've created it, and how it will help you, the listeners, improve your English. But first, I will introduce myself so that you all know a little bit about who you're listening to. I find that I always enjoy things like podcasts and YouTube videos much more when I feel like I have an idea of who the person creating the content really is. So, as I said before, my name is Dylan. I'm 18 years old, and I was born and raised near Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And for those of you that aren't familiar with Canadian geography, Canada has 10 provinces and 3 territories. British Columbia is a province on the west coast of Canada, and Vancouver is the biggest city in British Columbia, located in the southwestern corner of the province. Now, just like many Canadians, I love hockey, and I played it for 13 years, from when I was 4 until I was 17 years old. And aside from being a hockey player, I'm an actor, and I've been doing that since I was 4 years old as well. Acting is one of my biggest passions, and I hope to be an actor for the rest of my life. So now that you know a little bit about me, and about where I live, I'll talk about some things that are more relevant to today's episode. Why am I doing this podcast? What is it all about? And am I qualified to teach you English? Why should you even learn English? All these questions will be answered by the end of the episode. Don't you worry. So without further ado, why am I doing this podcast? Well, the simple answer is that I have a passion for learning foreign languages. I myself speak French, Spanish, Italian, and I'm learning Portuguese. And speaking other languages has made my life so much better. Therefore, I wanted to help others learn English so that they, too, could experience the amazing things that come with speaking a foreign language. But I do want to elaborate on this, so I'm going to tell you my language learning story to give you all an example of just how possible and incredible it is to be multilingual. Hopefully, this will inspire you a little bit to continue listening to the podcast and to continue with your English learning in general. So, there was actually a time in my life where I had no interest in learning languages. In fact, up until the 11th grade, that is when I was 16 years old, I did not enjoy French class at school. During that year, in May of 2021, I got an acting job in Toronto, Canada, and I moved there for four months to film the show. When I arrived in Toronto, I had to wait for almost two weeks before I started working because COVID was still a big problem. During this time, of course, I played a lot of video games and I played a lot of guitar, but eventually I started to get really bored and I was looking for something new to pass the time until I started working. To this day, I can't remember why, but for whatever reason, I decided to listen to a podcast in French to see how much I had learned from school that year. And remember, 
I didn't even like languages at this point. So the fact that I decided to do this was, I mean, it seems very weird to me now. I guess I was just so bored from doing nothing for a couple weeks that I decided to test myself. And the result? Well, as I should have expected, I realized that I was not fluent in French. In fact, I only understood about 10 to 20% of what I was listening to. I thought to myself, why is it that I have been in French class for four years and still don't even understand an intermediate podcast? In fact, I was really annoyed. So, I decided, right then and there, that I wanted to get better in French, just because of how mad I was that four years in school had hardly helped me at all. So that's what I did. Every day, for the next couple months, even after working for 10 hours, because sometimes actors do have really long work days, I sat down in front of my computer and listened to that podcast while reading the transcript that came with each episode. And every single time that I didn't understand something, I paused the podcast, copied the word or phrase, and pasted it into the Reverso Context Translator. And I recommend this translator to all people who are learning a foreign language. I like Reverso in particular because it gives multiple definitions for each word or phrase that you enter. And by the way, I listened to the same episode over and over again until I understood everything. Then, once I understood everything that I heard while using the transcript, I would attempt to listen to that episode without reading the transcript. And finally, when I got to the point where I understood every single word and phrase that I heard without reading it at all, only then I would move on to the next episode of the podcast, and I would start that process all over again. <laughs> At the beginning, I would listen to each episode at least five times, sometimes more, but usually around three times with the transcript and then twice without it. But I remember that within as little as three or four weeks, that number started decreasing rapidly. In fact, by the fifth or sixth episode, I would just listen once with the transcript and then once or twice without it. And it was so exciting for me to be making progress so fast. The thing is that Especially in North America, where I'd say it's much less common, learning a foreign language is often regarded as a very difficult task, and yet, there I was, doing it. I couldn't even believe it. Of course, I could not have done it all on my own, though. I was very lucky to be working nearly every day with someone who speaks French very well. Shout out to Zoe. And she was kind enough to speak French with me, so that I had the chance to practice everything that I was learning. And this... I believe, is the most important thing when learning a language, practice. At the beginning, I struggled a lot. I had tons of great phrases and words memorized from the podcast, but it took a lot of effort to be able to use them in an improvised, natural manner, such as a real conversation. I remember always having to ask Zoe to tell me the word for simple things like colors, a couch, a charger, and many others. But over time, the conversations got more fluid, more complex, and, of course, a whole lot more fun. Then by August, only three months after I really committed to learning French, if Zoe and I wanted to have a conversation while we were surrounded by other people, we were able to just switch to French. Because by that point, I understood almost everything she said, and I knew how to say almost everything that I wanted to say. It was just, it was so amazing for me. The feeling of truly speaking a whole different language, of communicating and understanding ideas, concepts, and even jokes in French, 
I loved that feeling. It absolutely fascinated me, and it still fascinates me every day of my life. And I took every chance that I could to speak French with Zoe and others. So the end of the summer came. I had finished my work in Toronto, and after four months and learning a new language, I returned home. But learning French really had opened my eyes to things like foreign cultures, foreign languages, and travel. I found myself thinking about those kinds of things much more than I had ever done before my time in Toronto. And I want to clarify that I was not 100% fluent after only four months. Remember that when I started learning, I did have a good understanding of the basics from having studied the language in school. I probably had approximately an A1, A2 level. And despite how much I improved in four months, I still had lots to learn. But there is actually one more part to this French story. In November of 2021, that is six months after I started learning French for real, I took the Delph B2 French exam and passed it with a 96.5, which is a pretty good grade. That means that in just six months, I went from only understanding about 10% of what I heard and read and not being able to have conversations at all to understanding real spoken French with little difficulty and reading, speaking, and writing at an upper intermediate slash advanced level. So I wanted to share that full story to give you all a realistic idea of the type of progress that is possible to make when learning a foreign language. I didn't exactly start from the very beginning, and of course I'm not a master of the French language, but the reality is that in six months, I went from just knowing the very basics to confidently and effectively using French in social situations. A couple months later, I even got accepted into Sorbonne Université in Paris, France. Unfortunately, I ended up not being able to go, but it was such a dream to even get accepted somewhere in my second language. I don't get to use French too much these days, but I still listen to the same podcast, sped up to 1.5 as a challenge, just to keep it fresh in my mind, because I don't want to lose my French. Guys, my point is this. If I, someone who had no interest and very little knowledge in foreign languages until May of 2021, could get a B2 in French and then be accepted into a French university by February of 2022, less than a year later, then anything is possible, and I mean anything. Anyways, I didn't say all this just to brag. On the contrary, my hope is that it will make you feel more confident about learning English. Because, for example, maybe you're like me. Maybe you've studied English at school for quite a while, but you still find yourself struggling to fully comprehend the things that I'm saying in this episode. If so, that's great. That means that I've achieved my goal, at least, because I've found someone that I can help. And I want you to be sure that your English is going to improve, because it will. I want you to know that in the future, when you travel to an English-speaking place, you'll have no problem communicating with the locals, because you won't. The thing is, guys, I've been in your place before. I've been in your position of looking at a new, daunting language and just feeling like it'll be impossible to reach the point that I want to reach. But I truly believe that if you use my podcast, like how I use the French podcast, practicing each day and slowly eliminating the transcript, you'll be ready to find someone who speaks English and start speaking with them. And from there, with enough time and practice, there is absolutely nothing holding you back from becoming fluent in English. So to answer the question, that is why I have created this podcast, to help you on your journey to becoming fluent in English. Now, the second important question, 
Am I qualified to teach you English? Look, I won't beat around the bush. I'm obviously not a certified English teacher or professor. I mean, I'm 18 years old and I've never been to university or formally studied anything. Never mind English. Uh, by the way, to beat around the bush is the phrase that I used a few seconds ago, and it's a very common expression in English that essentially means to avoid answering a question or to stall slash waste time. For example, let's say I was upset with my friend about something, but I was nervous to tell him. I might sit down with him and say, look, there's something on my mind, I've been thinking about this for a few days, I didn't want to cause a problem, I don't want you to get upset, I don't want to lose you as a friend, I just felt like I needed to talk to you, blah, 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 blah. You see, I am beating around the bush. And you just learned something, didn't you? You just learned something from me. So, it's true, I'm not a certified English teacher, but... I don't think that means that I can't teach you English, or at least some aspects of English. Now, if you were an absolute beginner in the English language, and you needed to learn the very basics of grammar, I probably wouldn't be the best person to teach you that. I know how I have learned basic grammar rules of other languages in the past. Know where or how to start. But the fact that you are listening to this podcast probably, I mean, hopefully, means that you already have at least a very basic level of English. And hey, even if you are having lots of trouble understanding, that's okay. Don't leave. Remember, when I started listening to the French podcast, I only understood about 10 or 20%. That's like one or two words out of 10. And in four months, I was speaking. So don't worry, it's normal. The point is, I'm not here to take you right from step one. I will not pretend or try to be that kind of teacher because, well, quite frankly, I wouldn't want to teach you poorly. I'm here for the people that have learned a bit of grammar and a bit of vocab, those who understand anywhere from 10 to 50% of what they're hearing and reading, who are working towards having fluent conversations in English, and even those who already understand almost everything, who already use English with friends or maybe even at work but who simply want to keep their English brains in good shape and maybe learn a new phrase or two. The fact is, the process that you're all going through right now, attempting to learn a new language, like I said before, I've been through it too. Of course, English does come with unique challenges that you don't find in French, Spanish, and Italian, but I would say the opposite is also true. So, am I qualified to teach you English? My answer is that I truly believe so, yes. Of course, it's up to you to decide, but I think that if you trust the process, and if you're willing to put in just a bit of time each day, you will find yourself improving very quickly in English. And finally, why should you learn English? I'm sure you already have your own reasons for learning English, but I thought it would be fun to talk about this. Hopefully, you will feel even more motivated to continue learning. We all know that English is one of the most important languages, but just how important is it? Well, let's look at some statistics. According to Wikipedia, for example, English is the third most spoken native language in the world, with approximately 373 million people who speak English as their first language, myself being one of them. While this is an impressive number, first language speakers are actually a minority when it comes to English speakers worldwide. Research from various sources shows that around 1.35 billion, with a B, people in total speak English, 
which suggests that almost a billion people have learned it as a second language and makes it the most spoken language in the world. The point is that if you can speak English, you open yourself up to communication with more than a billion people from all over the world. For travel opportunities, countries like Canada, the United States of America, Australia, and the United Kingdom, of course, come to mind, but it does not end there. In my experience, for example, many people from all over Europe have at least a basic level of English. Scandinavians, in particular, are known to speak English at a very high level. Luckily for you guys, I actually have a real-life experience uh, with the level of English in Europe, specifically in Italy, um, so I'll tell that story right now. I went to Italy in July of 2022, and I had started learning Italian about five months prior to that, though I will admit I was not studying probably as effectively as I could have been because I was busy with work and things like that. So when I arrived in Italy, uh, my Italian was not advanced. Sometimes I wasn't able to understand or communicate that well. I did pretty okay in one-on-one -on -one conversations. In fact, I remember sitting with uh, my friend's grandfather and we talked for three or four hours. Um, it's true that I didn't understand every word of every story, but I definitely managed and I was able to communicate ideas. Luckily, however, when I was struggling, I found that the vast majority of young people, at least, spoke a little bit of English, having studied it at school, usually. I remember one guy in particular who was telling me a story about how a police officer once caught him riding the bus without a ticket. So as soon as the door opened, he ran away. Now, I did not understand some words in that story, such as biglietto, which means ticket. But when I asked him what the words meant, he was always able to explain it to me with a combination of English and hand gestures, because Italians love hand gestures. So all of that being said... English can help you not only in the countries that we think of as, well, that are English-speaking countries, but maybe all over Europe and maybe all over the world. And you know, for me, my biggest motivation for learning languages is communication. I think that forming relationships with people from different countries and cultures is a beautiful thing, and learning foreign languages makes that possible. By extension, English is one of the best languages to learn for this because not only does it open you up to native speakers, but to a billion people from every corner of the world. Just imagine all the amazing experiences that you could have. So there you have it. Those were a few important questions, and I hope you're all happy with my answers. By the way, there you have it is a pretty useful phrase in English. We often use it in the context that I just did. I just did a sort of presentation for you, and now that I have finished with all my points, you all have the information that you were looking for. So there, in what I have said, you have it. The answers to the three important questions. There you have it. Well, guys, I really hope that you've enjoyed this first episode of English with Dylan. I'm looking forward to helping you on your path to fluency in English, and I just want to reiterate something that I've talked about a couple times throughout the episode, that... Based on my experience, one of the most effective ways to rapidly improve your English would be to listen to the audio of this podcast while reading along with the transcript. At first, it's a long process. Pausing the podcast all the time to look up an unfamiliar word or phrase, it can be tedious. I've been there, but trust me guys, it's worth it. And hey, remember, you should be having fun. Learning a language is a beautiful thing, and it will make your life so much better. As of now, my plan is to release one episode of English with Dylan per week. But of course, I will let you guys know if that plan changes. 
And speaking of which, you can follow at English with Dylan Pod for any news slash updates related to the podcast. Have a fantastic week, everybody, and until next time.